Blog Talk Radio. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love Radio show. Empowered Love Radio is now being broadcast live across the Speak Up and Talk Radio network and you can listen to this show by going to speakuptalkradio.com. So this week is part two of Divorcing a Narcissist and let's just get into it. So there really is no wonder that divorcing a narcissist takes the level of trauma of divorce to an unprecedented level. When we consider things such as the cruel discards and replacing with new partners or new partners even attacking you as well as the narcissist, battling over custody and property and the financial losses that generally happen as a result of the relationship and whilst dealing with legal systems and narcissists in general. So we'll go through these one point at a time. So let's have a look at being heartlessly replaced. And I know for many people that this has been excruciatingly painful and my heart goes out to everyone who's experienced this, is experiencing this or whoever will. It really is part of our human makeup that we can feel intensely devastated when someone who professed to once love us moves on and hooks up with someone else as if we never existed. And additionally, there are some narcissists who are cruel enough to rub the former partner's nose in it with a demonstrative information about, oh, how wonderful this new partner is. Now, I just want to clarify that particular trip. Narcissists firmly believe that they are the victim and you hurt him or her. So the end's punishing of you is to them justified. And all new partners are glorified as the best thing since sliced bread. It's all part of a narcissist convincing him or herself that this person is awesome. Narcissistic supply. Because it gives the narcissist the best possible hit of the drug. I had it happen to me, like most people, from both narcs. First narcissist, when I discovered that he was out dating after professing how much he loved me and he wanted me back, and I was really hooked in badly, and I was trying to stay away, I caved. I broke contact because I was so devastated. It took me a long, long time to get over the thought of him with someone else. And naturally, of course, he's been connected to women continuously and I was told not long ago inadvertently because I certainly don't go looking for any information about him that he's on wife number four now. And I truly couldn't care less I haven't for years because he and his life, like all narcissists, is not my reality. Narc number two replaced me the day after I said no more. And that was the last time that I'd ever had any contact with him. And initially, after finding that out, I felt the punch to the gut. 
But within a day of quantum freedom healing shifts, it was totally cleaned up and there was no backward glance, no pain and no obsession about him. Rather, there was a profound freedom and even greater sense of being anchored in love within myself and even more closure and relief. And a total knowing that however that relationship worked out was truly none of my business because it was in the hands of life and all was in perfect and divine order. And needless to say, that relationship, again, inadvertent messages that came to me, people telling me, ended up exactly the same as his and mine did. Issues, drama and breakup. And why am I not surprised? But truly, I couldn't have cared even if they got married. Naturally, of course, this took inner belief system shifts and a lot of inner development. It took the healing of two narcissists to get to this level, a lot of work on myself to release all of the powerless illusions that my life was nothing without these people and reversing the old beliefs about not being able to be a source of love and life force to myself. My journey with narcissistic abuse has taught me firmly that thinking is not the answer to the many anguishes that can hit and shifting wounds out of my body is the true solution instead. And it really is the same for all of us. And the shifting is about finding the origin of every insecurity, every assigning of someone else as our source of love. Every part of ourselves that feels like I'm worthless if I'm not loved by another. And every part of ourselves that feels like love can never be ours. And releasing these wounds and bringing in the ultimate source love that just is. Then there are no delusions, no craving someone that is not genuine love. And certainly no missing love because we just become it. And this is appropriate and healing and resurrecting beyond measure because you can't get love. You can only be it and then attract it. I promise you this, there is no part of our true self anchored in oneness and love that is in love with an abuser, misses an abuser or wants to be back there. These are your wounds talking, your false self. That's not your true self. And that's why we need to shift to that state. We need to raise our consciousness to that level. People have asked me, after all I know and being in the position I was, why didn't I warn the second narc's new victim? I had no intention of doing this. And some may think that was heartless, but I know firmly that getting involved was not the answer for me or for her. And I'll get to more about this soon. So let's have a look at that illusion that we can be in, that the new relationship is wonderful. I feel enormously for the people who think that the new partner is going to get it all, that everything is wonderful or that their ex is madly in love with a new person. This is smoke and mirrors. If the person who replaced you with another person is a narcissist. Remember back for most of us, didn't your relationship start off as you being the most adored, showered with love person on the planet? 
Wasn't a, a lagoon of floating in loveless? And then didn't you become the sworn enemy, smeared to all and sundry and treated with the utmost contempt and cruelty? Yes. And so will the new partner. And the narcissist, at the very least, will move on emotionally. It was never a real emotional relationship in the first place, if not physically. And create new sources of supply because this one can't appease an unappeasable ego. And the narcissist will do what narcissists do. All sorts of unsavory things behind this person's back. As well as progressively tell them all the reasons why the narcissist is not happy with them. That's right. The narcissist will devalue this person mercilessly. Just like the narcissist did you. Now, here is a vital disclaimer on this information. I'm not telling you this so you can try to repeat my words to yourself a million times over to try to get some peace and closure. I'm telling you that simply because it's a fact. But you need to know this. No amount such as, is she or he better than me? Is she he with him or her because of this or that reason? How long before they break up? I wonder if she, he does this or that with him, her. None of that is going to stop if you're stuck in that obsession simply because I've granted you this information. You can try as hard as you like, but it won't because logical thinking has no ability to address powerful traumatic subconscious programs, the ones that the narcissist found, attacked and has brought up to the surface for you. These wounds that are now so incredibly hurt and devastated after being discarded and replaced. It's the addressing of these wounds inside you, your gaps, your fears and insecurities that match exactly the stuff the narcissist did to you that needs to be shifted and healed and that is when you will get real relief and not until... And this is the reason why, for myself, narcissist number one moving on was excruciating. Whereas narcissist number two was a very simple process for me to move beyond. Not because of them being different experiences, but because the way I dealt with it was different. Second time around, I had a deep and powerful tool, quantum freedom healing, to do the work directly on my subconscious. It's here that I'll share with you why I didn't warn narcissist number two's new woman. The first reason, because I was the last person she would believe. I'd been smeared to the sky and back. And of course she wouldn't want to believe me. And she'd want to believe him. Just as the partner before me tried to warn me, and I didn't believe her. Yes, I'm really sad that was the truth, and it was. However, I'm sadder for her and the anguish she went through at the time trying to warn me than for myself because I am grateful beyond measure that I suffered narcissistic narcissist number two. Because I needed this just as much as narcissist number one, and I'm so grateful for both of them. I needed these monsters, these teachers, in my life to show me the unconscious parts of me that I needed to heal. 
Also, regarding narcissist number two, I still had more to go. Not just for me, but also for deeper understandings to share with this community. The gift of these narcissists was the same for me as all of us. Narcissists show us our fears and our wounds in a more smashing way than anyone else ever could. They smash us so open. There is nowhere else to go but experience these wounds. And like many others to date, cleaning my wounds up from the inside out has given me the opportunity to feel like I am the most loving, incredible, free and confident version of myself that I have ever known. So I guess you can deduct from this the greatest reason why I didn't warn her was because I knew she was going on the epic journey of meeting her wounded parts, a journey that at some deep unconscious level she signed up for in order to be granted the most incredible opportunity within her impending breakdown to truly heal and find herself. No one can be with a narcissist unless they are wounded. And there is a critical, unfinished emotional business to heal. No one. So please know the new partner who replaced you at a soul level has chosen to meet their wounds full on. Head first. At that soul level. And the question that only they can and will answer is, will they awaken? Will they take on the necessary evolution for themselves? So I really urge you to heal yourself to a level where you can accept the higher perspective and you can have compassion because there are not people, these are not people stealing your lover, your partner, your spouse. These are all people who are fellow travellers. I've been fortunate enough to meet three of the discarded, battered and traumatised women now who were my replacements or who I replaced, who reached out to me or I reached out to them later and apologised as a result of all of our personal journeys. And I know for all of them, just as it was for me, all of it was meant to be. Even if I was able to stop that narcissist in their path of coming home to themselves, another would have arrived to take his place. So why try to stop what needs to happen? My motto is absolutely help and guide people that come to you, but don't try to stop people's evolution by interfering because you will profoundly screw it up for them. How often as parents, do we do this to our children by interfering and controlling? If you are deeply traumatized about being discarded and replaced, I can't recommend to you enough to track the trauma in your body and find and release the connected wounds. Module 1 in the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program is the starting point for this. And then it just won't hurt. What happens is when we get our powerless wounds up and out, the space for evolved organic truth can enter and it simply arises from within us. With this wisdom comes an incredible freedom and peace. And we see and know the truth. So let's have a look at this conversation. Is the new partner a narcissist? For those of you battling with the narcissist's new partner who is also attacking you, 
I want you to know this. Your anger, resentment, fear and pain about that creates a powerful half of the magnet. You need to take the charge out. You need to no longer be a part of that magnet and this is your greatest and your highest mission. Then the attack simply won't happen. It's quantum law. They can't. Again, this is about finding the related wounding inside of you that is the other half of why this is in your experience. This I also want you to know. It's really easy to mistake the new partner of ex-narc as a narc, him, her or himself. I really, really want to dispel this theory. Two narcs together, I believe truly, is really, really rare. Even impossible. Narcs normally smell out other narcs at 100 paces and to test them. So why on earth would they take on another empty demonstrative ego as a romantic partner? Yes, narcissists will attempt to flatter and sidle up to and control each other, especially those of influence in business settings. But this is because often there isn't any other option. There are a lot more options available in the dating field, which is rich with the easy pickings of codependent enablers. If two narcissists teamed up in an intimate relationship, how would two massively insecure, highly triggered people cope with each other's disorders? Who minds who? Whose paranoia creates the most manipulation? Who wins the I have to up the anti-destruction battle? What crazy, toxic, walking on eggshell drama would unfold with pathologically projecting and massively insecure self-images? I want you to understand this. The attacking partner of the narcissist who's giving you such a hard time will be highly unconscious, absolutely. Otherwise, he or she wouldn't be in relationship with a narcissist. But highly unlikely to be a narcissist and so much more likely to be a codependent who goes on mistaken crusaders believing I have to give love to Fen and support my partner with everything I have or they may not love me. That is what is really going on. This new partner has been lied to and believe the narc's lies because let's face it, the partner you believe is the answer to your prayers has to be believed. And this will include all the information as to why you are so dangerous, why you're such a liar, why you're such a horrendous, cruel and abusive ex-partner and why you're so terrible to the children, etc. So rather than being incensed, Believing this person is making your life hell, labeling them, despising them and fighting back. Give all of that up. You're playing right into the narc's hands. It's triangulation at its finest. And if you are still on the hot list, something more to siphon out of you, the narcissist may use the fact that you're at war with the new partner against her. This is how you handle this. Please pay attention because I really want you to hear this. Because I fell for triangulation regarding ex-partners and defended him. Please shift yourself out of feeling persecuted and emotionally move toward compassion and love for the new partner. 
empathise with her or him from a distance, of course, do it emotionally first within yourself. Remembering how you too bought the lies, made excuses for, defended and backed the lies even when you know they were questionable or simply not true, even when you knew that in your gut, you still backed your partner. Why? Because you didn't want your ship to go down. You didn't want to lose the dream. And now, because you have let go of your resentment, your victimhood and your persecution regarding the new partner, you stop being the other half of the emotional magnet with the attacks. Then the attacks will shift. The simple truth is your peace within will generate your peace without. It's quantum law. Nothing else can happen if you genuinely shift and raise your consciousness. This goes for the partner and the in and all the horror that is happening here. I've had people in the community who were dealing with the new partner, which some of them dubbed Narczilla, do this and later report that the new partner rang them up, wanted to meet for coffee, apologised and then asked them advice about the narc husband. Before shifting themselves, the new partner was their worst nightmare. That's how powerful shifting yourself is. So let's have a look at this one, custody battles with children. And this one affects me more than any other of the issues that I help people with in the community. As a parent and someone who is so passionate about us all up-leveling and healing for the sake of our children and their children, I feel really passionate about this topic. I was very fortunate with narcissistic abuse that none of it involved custody battles. I have, however, had a lot to do with men and women struggling and dealing with custody battles. And please hear what I say here. I can't even begin to imagine how traumatic that would be and how it would trigger every protective instinct within you like a mother or father bear protecting your cubs. However, this I do know and I've seen unfold time and time again that the healing path is exactly the same as I am already describing. Fighting back with intense emotion only hooks the abuse up harder and it's a surefire way for the narcissist to punish you severely with the legal system because he, she is energetically loading up the gun with your bullets, your traumatized emotions to shoot you with. As I've explained time and time again, narcissistic abuse is energetic, it is not logical. And what is really going on is mostly taking place beneath the level of what you are consciously aware of. Narcissistic abuse is an energetic, emotional phenomenon that teaches us point blank that we are only effective creators when our internal emotions are aligned with the outer realities that we want to create and that there is no beating narcissists any other way. Now here is the stumbling block. What could generate more fearful, painful and anxious emotions than your children? I think we all agree, nothing. So therefore it can be extremely challenging to get our head around the initially counterintuitive understanding 
that you have to lose the pain, the fear and the anger regarding what is happening. As a parent, protective survival, protect, protection and survival instincts kick in and you react. Survival instincts may work for animals in the wild, but they have disastrous consequences like all our survival instincts in a man-made constructed world that is no longer based on the laws of the jungle. What is really required is an evolved consciousness of calmness, solidness and maturity. Because if you don't find a way to lose the high states of negative emotions, narcissists prove to us time and time again that we will simply get more of that in our experience with them. The legal system will not see your side of things. The narcissist's lies will be upheld and you and your children will continue to suffer. I did a series on exactly this topic regarding our children and narcissists and I'm providing the links on my blog for you to have a look at those because it's really, really important. Because I really believe that these articles contain information that every parent needs to understand if you're dealing with narcissists. So I want to share with you this story about one of my clients because it will really help you understand the path to take. This client, Daniel, is separated from the narcissist. She has two young children and she's engaged in a custody battle as we speak. And Daniel is totally dedicated to her inner healing journey with the Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Program. And she's been able to, in the last year, move past any pull's additional longing for him. She has no feelings for him and no obsession about the previous relationship and no traumatic wounds remaining in her body about that. And she's moving on wonderfully in regard to herself and her life. But naturally, she is very concerned for the children and also the mounting cost of fighting him in court. And he's going for more and more access, which a lot of narcissists do, as well as trying to monopolize the children's sporting events, claiming it's all about granting them the very best, which is really very ironic, because as a family father, he was never around or interested in the children. So this has incensed Daniel greatly, as it does a lot of parents. And she's felt incredibly frustrated that the court is taking him seriously and she's terrified that she's losing his children to him, her children to him. So Dania called out for help and together we deeply investigated what was going on within Dania that was creating her as the other half of the magnet which was allowing this to be in her experience. And what we found were wounds concerning her feelings of utter powerlessness as a young girl with her narcissistic mother when she was bullied and had no personal choice and all the decisions and rights were stripped from her, identical to what the narcissist was attempting to do through the legal system now. At the end of our session, Daniel had shifted into a whole new state. One where she had more acceptance and peace and she felt like she could face the next hearing with facts, without the terror, the fear, the devastation and the pain that had been there previously, which were really the emotional charges of the wounds of Daniel as a small girl. 
all being replayed back to her via the narcissist. That's what those strong emotional reactions were. Because Dania was now up-leveled as a result of applying quantum freedom healing to these inner wounds, she was able to show up as adult Dania, now able to cut through the rubbish with much more intelligence, wisdom, sophistication and power. Truly, truly, I promise you this, that so much of this journey, including the awful parts of child custody, is to do what you can do from a place of peace and then let go. Daniel and I ended up having a laugh together at the thought of the narcissist, father of the year not, if he did get the rights to take the kids to all their sporting events, being lumbered with all of this duty, thinking it would punish her, but it would actually simply leave Daniel some time out to enjoy herself. Now, we could not have had this conversation before the quantum freedom healing shifts because her wounds were too involved. But once they were out of the way, she could see the ridiculousness of it. And we had a laugh about it. Narcissists truly need your negative energy to keep punishing you in regard to the children. Without that, they fall back into being the empty mess they really are. I've seen time and time again that even if the narcissist wins in court, when the non-narcissistic parent up-levels, the narcissist loses interest in trying to use the children as pawns to punish you or get narcissistic supply. The novelty wears off. But you need to let go emotionally on every level for this to happen. This includes if the narcissist is smearing and alienating you. You need to let go of the hurt and be love without painful negative emotions and be unaffected. And then truly everything the narcissist is trying to do to you will dissolve away. I know there may be many of you out there feeling incredulous right now and feeling like there is no way I'm going to back down and not protect my child. I promise you I get it. I can't even begin to imagine what it must feel like. For those of you who have narcs that are seriously questionable regarding molestation and other sordid things, I promise you I have worked closely with clients in these predicaments. And this I've seen every time that our legal system when dealing with narcissists is seriously flawed, especially when you are trying to fight with victimization and pain. I've also had numerous conversations with a wonderful trusted domestic violence specialist regarding this, who's a friend of mine. And there was one case where I contacted her because of the severity and the insanity of the legal system. As a pioneer in this field, she said to me, Melanie, women need to women, woman up. They can't fight fire with fire or pain. They need to emotionally get solid and stable. Otherwise, the abuser will run rings around them. And after one particular phone call with her regarding a lady my heart was breaking for in regard to her children, with me swearing and crying out to my DV friend in frustration, I calmed down, I knew she was right and I'd seen it happen every time I worked with parents. Fear, pain, righteousness, anger and emotional reaction 
which of course is totally emotionally appropriate, has never had good results. I've had parents say to me, my child is more important than your bloody up-leveling. And I've been really attacked about it. But I've stayed really solid on this and not backed down to them because my answer is every time. It is exactly my huge concern for the child that I am saying to you, attend to your emotion first. And I've seen people up-level and calmly and clearly build their case without the emotional angst. And yes, it did take a ton of inner work to get to that level, understandably. And then the narcissist screws up or legalities rule in the parent's favour or the narcissist decides to walk away or his or her work or something takes the narcissist elsewhere. Or if the narcissist had already won, once the non-narcissistic parent loses the intense negative emotion, the narcissist loses interest in the children, truly. And I also remembered back to the time when my own son's life and health was so precarious and our relationship had broken down so much, I thought that there was no hope. Until I up-leveled and then everything changed within three short weeks. Without me having zero contact with him. It all happened energetically. So this I know, emotion first always. With anything we are dealing with with narcissists. And especially this is necessary with our children. We need to be the most calm, solid, untriggered and empowered we can possibly be doing everything we can from a calm, solid center. And then with the things we can't control, we need to let go. Have faith that our children are protected and are finding their way and that they are experiencing their own soul's evolution. Because at some level, our children chose this experience just as we did. You denying what is happening, resisting it and resenting it is incredibly damaging to yourself and your children and often a surefire way for them to be easily turned against you by the narcissist who wants to be around the toxic energy of a resentful, victimized, depressed, judgmental person. Nobody and definitely not your children. So you need to make the best of what is in order for what is to shift It can't until you do. I know from eight years of intensive work with others on narcissistic abuse recovery that the children who come home from narcs to solid, happy, healthy parents who are not victimized and who can integrate the children back to fun, normalcy and life without the big song and dance, the Spanish Inquisition, the trying to micromanage what happened, pry and protect, fair so much better. Know that what information you need will come to you. If you have portals set up to communicate with the NARC through, like a third party communication portal, this is a really great step because everything is recorded, everyone is held accountable and you have evidence to submit. If the children really need to talk to you, they will, especially if you are loving, warm and open and not pushing for information 
And even if they do come to you knowing what you know about the narcissist, unless it is criminal with evidence, the only thing you can really do is empower your children with understanding it's important to be true to themselves, as well as realize that their mother or father just hasn't, doesn't have the capacity to hear them if they don't. But don't badmouth the narcissist to your children. If anything, teach them acceptance and compassion whilst enforcing their own healthy, empowered selves, such as letting your children know that no matter what anyone says, that it's important to know and accept themselves and we are not defined by others. Let your children know you love and accept them unconditionally, but don't overcompensate. Have healthy boundaries with them. No one, including your children, will love and respect you if you don't love and respect yourself. It's so important to do the work on yourself to be operating at this sort of level of maturity because you cannot lead your children to where you are not heading yourself. The worst thing you could ever do for your children's development and your relationship with them is attempt to drag them into victimhood, anger or frustration by projecting your assessments of the narc onto them. Instead, be mature, be evolved. If you are emotionally and energetically healing yourself, your children will work it all out perfectly and the older they get, the more they will turn away from the narcissist organically and turn towards you. If you choose the lower vibrations of victimized martyr, you will be scapegoated and your children will turn against you. And I have seen that happen time and time again. Abuse forums are full of those people. And if this has happened to you, I'm not saying I blame you. I get it. I understand how this could happen. But you need to turn it around and you can turn it around. Because if you are working hard at your own healing and creating a healthy life, regardless of what is taking place with the narc, your children will follow. It's never too late. So I want to talk about battles with property, assets and lots of money. It's very expensive to be in relationship with a narcissist. Virtually everyone who ever was has lost out on a material level and this has happened to me twice. So I totally understand that. However, what we gain on a soul level truly can't be quantified if we up-level, if we grow through this experience. And if we use the whopping great billboard that surfaced our inner wounds to release ourselves into a state of life and beingness that far transcends who we were before we were abused. If we take on the thriver model. Something I firmly realized is this. Codependents haven't known how to value their souls. We were too worried about what people think of us, how we look, what we have, what we should have. In other words, how we appear to the outer world. We believe the only value we could have and hold on to is the value that other people reflect back to us. This is a huge illusion that we've desperately needed to heal so that we can experience real freedom and the real authentic joy 
of being ourselves without the need for approval. Codependents were also very likely to have been brought up with conditional love, meaning the value of yourself is defined by what you do, how successful you are and what you have created. Our ego self, our false self, suffers an enormous blow when we lose the things that we've, we've worked so hard and so long to acquire, the things that we thought were our identity. So the irony is not that crazy. It makes perfect sense that one of the greatest lessons we're learning through narcissistic abuse is to give up believing our worth is attached in materialism so that finally we can be set free to experience soul, joy and true beingness instead. And this certainly does not mean that you will go without and never have money again. I can assure you if you stay enmeshed in resentment and intense anger that the narcissist took off with the loot, kept on enjoying the high life and felt like you were left with nothing but a tortured soul and lawyer's bill, then that is exactly what your life will continue to be. Emotion first. This won't change in your experience until your inner emotional experience shifts. And until that happens, there will be no way for you to generate that change. And you can choose to beat that drum constantly about how victimized you were. And guess what? You will be right. And that is exactly the experience that you'll chemically create within your being as your reality day after day after day after day. And standard abuse forums, again, are full of people doing exactly that. However, quite to the contrary, I've personally experienced as well as been privy to many others who once up-leveled from their previous egoic state into their true soul state, found their true swing in life. These people then started wonderful businesses took study for the career of their dreams that they never could previously see themselves doing, even though they dearly wanted to, or they scored their dream job. Many of these people are now connected to more lucrative earnings than they ever have been. But this time it's different. They don't need to make a lot of money in order to be valued. Rather, they are living through their souls as their true purpose and joy which means abundance starts happening on every level. They are not just surviving and doing a job, no matter how well paid, they are thriving because they are being an authentic self living out their soul's purpose. Source, true life force is flowing through them as them. And some would say that God is showing up through them. So none of this was possible until they were brought to their knees by a narcissist, found the necessary up-leveling to release the codependent approval-seeking and authentically replace that with their true soul's worth. The financial stuff and attachments, that was huge for me. That was bigger than big, that lesson. I had so many financial survival fears and naturally the narcissists in my life did a really great job and I'm not being sarcastic. They did a fabulous job that I'm so grateful for of bringing these inner terrors to life for me, making them conscious for me because that's what narcissists do. That's their greatest service to humanity. 
And I'd also had I Can't Survive Without a Man. That was so big for me, a huge ingrained DNA fear for me, as it is for many women. And what I discovered is after doing tons of work on myself to get these traumas out of my body and bring in the healthy source replacement was the organic knowing in my cells that I was okay, I was safe. And I was always going to be looked after and provided for. And I could work directly with life. I could receive my abundance and my flourishing directly from life. I didn't require another human being to provide it for me. I also organically anchored into the truth that my worth had nothing to do with outer accomplishments. My worth was already absolute. And what was really important was my joy, the blossoming into true radiance, love and purpose. I know I am not alone. Security fears have prevailed for many of us. I also know that the people who very quickly decide to value their souls fare much better. The people who are stubbornly attached to the material, believing that to find some, are in a very are in for a really rough ride when divorcing a narcissist. You may wish to walk away or not, and I would say to you this, if you have your facts and you can present them straight down the line and you've been able to shift yourself past fear and pain, and if you really have no attachment, such as my life can't recover unless I get this amount of money or I can't get on with my life unless I get a settlement that is this good, you need to be beyond all of those attachments. And if you can just go straight down the line without them, by then all means, if it feels right, stand up and present your case. I know the people who feel resentful, victimized, unheard, unsupported experience more of that and many have lost everything trying to save their properties and their finances whilst coming from a state of intense negative emotion if you are working on yourself to shift your emotional belief systems the old wounds that are allowing financial abuse in your life that's the other half of the magnet you will start getting clarity and space in your emotions you'll be able to get into inner solid truths for yourself rather than getting snagged up in your wounds which taint clarity and honestly, you will know your inner truth if it's appropriate to stand up or to just let go and detach and leave it behind you or to even, you know, take a less than settlement to get it over and done with. Truly, there is no price that we can put on freedom. And maybe, just maybe, like it was for me, maybe this was all meant to be. Maybe you really needed the humbling experience of learning to value your soul above everything else. And maybe there is a whole new wonderful world ahead of you when you do connect with the truth of you and you become free to be yourself fully. I know of many people who have come out of the Holocaust and immediately think, okay, how can I make money? How can I make up lost ground? And that is the typical A personality get up and get on with it response. And I really want to say this about that. No, no, no. Don't do this. Because if you do, the whole evolution purpose has been missed. Meaning, 
becoming the most expanded, joyous, free person you ever believed you could be, working with the Thriver model. And also too, not needing to repeat this necessary soul experience because you missed it beforehand. Who wants to go through this again? I went through it twice because there were things that I'd missed first time around. You really want to clean it up properly. For those of you who are still terrorized and sensed and envious of the lifestyle the narcissist continues to have, poof, I say to that, so what? No matter what a narcissist obtains, they never have soul freedom, real authentic joy or the peace of feeling whole without external narcissistic supply. The stuff is really meaningless to them. All it is, is trying to numb out the pain. If anything, have compassion. Additionally, find and shift your associated inner wounding about this topic. Module 1 and 4 in the NARP program are the modules for that. And I promise you, you will not give a toss. So I hope that this article series on divorcing a narcissist has really helped you if this is what you are facing or going through or or even if it's something that you've not yet recovered from. And just really remember that your old wounds that are still affecting you, they're, they're now wounds. That's stuff in your now that's come through from your past and you can heal it now. So I promise you with all of my heart there is a way out of this agony and through to the freedom and the truth on the other side if you want that enough and if you're willing to put in the work. So in regard to that I'd love you to join me and my next free webinar to learn all about this journey and how exactly that self-healing work is done. And you can do that by signing up at www melanietoniaevans.com forward slash free webinar which is www.melanietoniaevans.com forward slash free webinar and all of the details will be on my blog which is blog.melanietoniaevans.com and as always I'm going to look really forward to answering your comments and your questions on the blog so that's it from me everybody until next week so lots of love and bye bye.